2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ramble Reacts. Liverpool have one foot in the League Cup final after beating Fulham at Anfield. I'm Marcus Speller. And I'm Jim Campbell. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Ramble Reacts. It could have been worse. It could have been better, though. Jim Campbell, Liverpool, obviously beat Fulham 2-1 in the first leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final, coming from behind to win 2-1, to take a lead to Craven Cottage in two weeks' time. Mm. What did you make of it, Jim? Um, I thought it was a fascinating encounter.
1: Um I thought Willian had really, really given the game exactly what it needed. I got a little bit ahead of myself, perhaps a little bit yeah. ahead of yourself. I was I was dreaming <laughs> about Fulham beating Chelsea in the final. I'd, I'd, I'd gone that far ahead. Yeah, it's not going to be in Middlesbrough, is it? Um, and uh, maybe I jinxed it. Maybe it's my fault. Um, mm. I, f- I felt like you know we're at half time now and and fulham seemed to need half time from about 33 minutes in which which seems like an enormous expanse of time when you're looking at that and that it, it sort of set the pattern does not it they played really really well in the first half and they were, I, the play was fairly even before they took the lead i don't think it was like liverpool really battering them at that point mm-hmm. but it it just it, what so often happens happens they they just they woke them up really didn't they i, I wonder how big a factor it is that this is a really really big occasion for fulham obviously and something that's that's mm-hmm. that's very very sort of cherished um the opportunity to even be in a final whereas for liverpool even for the young players it's just absolutely routine it's something a lot of them have got a lot of experience mm-hmm. in and and they just didn't seem phased it it looked more like once they went 1-0 down they'd they'd almost been set a task and they yeah. just went about achieving
2: it liverpool i mean last season they basically just took it off didn't they uh, yeah. and they're very much ready to win trophies this season that's something mm. that, that, that that we're all very very aware of firing on all fronts of course yeah it's like they took a gap year and they've come back looking amazing and, and of course with, with injuries and, and missing players of course they, they, they're still such a frightening team to play I mean Fulham were missing a few players you know losing Bassi and Iwobi to the, the Africa Cup of Nations which obviously doesn't help Fulham uh, but you know if 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 Liverpool are gonna miss Salah and, and and some others, then I'll I'll do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. So all in all, fine, okay. But I I thought, I mean, how many? To, it, it is a bit of a sickener for Fulham because Fulham for the first basically until Jones scored, they looked fairly comfortable. Liverpool, mm. after making the changes and Klopp started to get his team to stretch the play and open it up a bit because that's what they needed to do. Fulham were camped in there. It did seem like, oh, hang on, something's coming here. But ultimately, they didn't really create much. And it's a pissing deflected think, goal. I I'm sorry. Was- no, I'm, Jim, you, you don't understand this because you've seen your team <laughs> beat big teams before. I know Arsenal have not been, you know, Premier League champions for a while, but you've seen them with... Tra- like, it's it, it's like last season when Fulham went to Manchester United. Right, huge game. You get through that one. You suddenly suddenly it's on. They go 1-0 up a bit like this. And then, of course, in that game at Old Trafford, the the penalties given, and then Fulham completely capitulate. The complete architects of their own downfall, and they and they and and they lose it. This time, it, it's it's kind of like right. The game plan is really working. It's yeah. really working, and I know Liverpool are starting to tinker and all that. And and okay, a deflected goal. At least when 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 Liverpool beat Fulham four three, you know, a number of weeks ago, it was moments of quality. And when that happens, you just think, "I'll oh, piss off." I think the argument surely is, though, that if you
1: if you if you enact a game plan as they did, and I think it, they played in the way that they should have played, because otherwise they would have been perhaps too open, and it might have been worse. And obviously, the, you got to be in the tire when you get it back to Craven Cottage, but you you invite things like deflections if you're if you're planning to soak up pressure, and they did that really, really well. You know, and it's I think it's the 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 kind of sense of cruelty of it being a big deflection like that, which I think you know could have been defended better as well. They're still kind of a little bit unravelled, aren't they, when the, when the second one comes along? And yeah. it, 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 it really, it could have been worse. I think Liverpool
2: smelled blood at that point. Mm-hmm. I think all in all, you're right. Fulham, when the, okay, so, so when the second goal goes in, as a Fulham fan, I think I'll, I'll take 2-1 now. Yeah, yeah. because it's not like it's in the 89th minute they score 2-1 it's in the 71st there is plenty of time for them to score a third and a fourth and actually people will talk about that Decordova rechance chance or yeah yeah chance decision decision yes exactly Mm. Um, fine but you could also point to some of Liverpool's decision making towards the end of the game I thought you know Leno makes a fantastic save against oh he had a brilliant game yeah he's a great keeper I, I don't really sort of i think nunez perhaps did all he could in, in in that moment there but at 2-1 when they score two goals so quickly and suddenly anfield goes oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's here we yeah we go that's us Two one suddenly seems actually not a bad scoreline because Fulham were never going to get a second. Let's it's also honest. a it's a really strange kind of mental state to have to
0: put
1: yourself in where yeah. you you've gone from defending mm-hmm. a one 0 lead to defending a two one deficit, and yeah. effectively your game doesn't change. Yeah. You've got to kind of be mature there mm. and and hold fast and and not make kind of rash, reckless decisions. And I suppose in a, in a strange way they did fairly well to hold that off. But it looks ominous, doesn't it? The I mean, obviously Anfield's one thing. Craven Cottage is, is is a different one. It's going to be oh, it's going to be going to be lively, shall we say? I don't know if, the, if yeah. Liverpool will have ever experienced anything like the cauldron of the cottage. Um, but even with that in mind, beating them by two clear goals is is going to be tough. Oh
2: no no no, Jim! Beaten by one and then penalties. That's <laughs> got to be. That's got be. Liverpool have already done. You've already put out a team from Liverpool on penalties in this cup competition. Why not another? Yeah. Is all I'm is all I'm saying. But I think I think again you see we, we spoke about um Marco Silva on on Wednesday's Ramble and his ambitions as a manager and how he kind of sees it and and, and again you saw that against against Liverpool. He has the game plan, he's thinking, I know or I know how to beat big teams. I know how to really, really challenge big teams, mm-hmm. if you see what I mean. To compete. To compete with them, yes. And the way he set them out. It is to defend pretty deep, but Fulham were great in the tackle. Um, I thought great at getting, um, and it wasn't even a case of bodies in the way and all that kind of stuff. It was a bit towards the end, but the 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 the, the interceptions, the tackling, and so on. It was precision stuff, and that requires so much focus, of course, and so much so much energy mentally and physically. Yeah. But you also saw them, you know, playing on the break and with the pace of Willian and Pereira up those uh, up there oh, as well. Willian looked absolutely gassed after about an hour though. Well, he? I mean, he, and he will do. I mean, he's what is he 34, you know? Yeah, I mean, how he, many
1: like if he was 34 before the game, he's about 37 now. <laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah, and uh I mean, as an Arsenal fan, you are thinking could he not have done that just for a half for Arsenal? Well, he, it was a strange he, old situation. He took Arsenal. his gap year yeah, uh, I mean, by himself, was, didn't he? Perhaps there was stuff in his personal life. We don't know. Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> but the fact is he's putting it a shift in for, for Fulham very much so. And and Fulham have got the game plan. They're trying to hit them on the break. And, of course, they get that sucker punch early on and they pounce. And what I loved about what they were doing up front is they were hunting in packs. you know. And, again, you've got to be very disciplined. You can't overcommit because you leave gaps open but they were pouncing and they were pressing just at the right time and and, and they were all in tune with each other and to get that goal we think brilliant then you can just kind of settle in and then of course Key moments that happen um, in, in in the game, you know, they they, they come forward and Deco Dover Reed, you know, the, the moment really um, um, yeah. where he has the ball out wide and has a chance to square. Uh, Dan Taylor tweeted us: "I heard Marcus's art spat out a victorious sponge when Bobby <laughs> Deco Dover Reed didn't square the ball." <laughs> what what are your thoughts on that, Marcus? Yeah, you, I, um... he must have just not looked up. And and you made the point before we came on air that he's got to look up in in that situation. I mean, again. Consid- all things considered you get the ball like that you've got to be sort of head down and go and he thought to himself you know I can get a shot away and it wasn't a bad effort actually but there is a chance to score it I don't I mean look, Marco Silva's reaction said it all it would have had to have been a good ball by the way to, to get sure. it to Pereira it, I don't, yeah, it you know, wasn't it wasn't, wasn't the tap in I think it was Don he, Goodman um, who, had a, who had the worst
1: game of anyone um, <laughs> said it would have been a tap in and he just squared it it was nowhere near as
2: simple as that but it's still you know Still an opportunity for an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And well done for, for remembering his name because Don Goodman and John Goodman, you know, very different characters. <laughs> very, very, very different, different men. men. Uh, but yeah, I found it interesting at, at moment in the game and perhaps this was um, telling of, of maybe Fulham feeling a little bit too comfortable, though I didn't get that sense from the rest of the team. But Raul Jimenez attempting that Rabona cross. <laughs> I thought to <laughs> myself, was... carry on son like what, yeah. what, is, what is easy peasy mate? really really strange
1: choice I I, I the only explanation <laughs> I can think of for that is um that he wasn't confident he could cross it effectively on his left but <laughs> I think that's probably still
2: quite generous yeah I I mean Margot Silver might have given him a dressing down after after the game with that one but we've talked a lot about Fulham there we should really talk about Liverpool because they won the game and Curtis yeah. Jones I've I've gone on about the deflection The fact is, he was brilliant again. He he made his own luck, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah, uh, Again, you could spin it whichever way you want. I've decided to do that, but perhaps you could spin it the other way for him, Jim. Yeah, (laughs) he's like the deflection. (laughs) Yeah, very, very good.
1: Very involved. All action. We're starting to see that a bit Mm -hmm. from him now. Um, I I think there was a sense when he came through that people weren't quite sure what his role was and what his Mm -hmm. strengths were, and he's. You know he's just very, very competent in whatever he seems to turn his feet to, uh, which is obviously a, an excellent thing for Liverpool with a, with the the depth that they have, and you you always want that from players that have come through from your own academy, as well. He, he's inc- an incredibly scouse man as well, which they appreciate. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the video of have you seen that the scouse cat? All right, um, yeah.
2: I mean, um, he's pro- he's probably properly um, a local lad, which any football team in the land loves, but especially Liverpool because it's, yeah. it's such a special club in. in that regard and many other regards.
1: I think he's more scouse than this cat. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's my detailed analysis of Jones' input. But he was, it was, a, it was a standout performance from him, and it's, it's, yeah. um, it's going to be difficult to ignore, isn't it? Not that, not that he's being ignored, but it, not just him. Connor Bradley had a very, very good game. Yeah. he was very, very capable, very confident, mm-hmm. um, very sort of um, penetrative as well with a lot of his runs and. Ibrahim Ekanate is um, mm. is shaping up as one of the players of the season in general. He's he's so involved in in spreading the ball around for Liverpool. They they really trust him with with dictating the play from mm-hmm. from deep, and he's he's one of those wonderful players who is an absolute man mountain. Yeah, but yeah. it's just got the mobility with it. it Knows what to do with it as well. Yeah, and isn't in any way sort of cumbersome. A lot of players like that, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 have a sort of Awkward turning circle, or they may be a little bit slow, or there's something that means their size kind of works against them. Canate's not like that at all. Bit of bit of soul Campbell about him, maybe
2: like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you mean. When you have a player like that who's who's just sort of quick, good with his feet, he's huge. Like what as a, as a centre forward, what do you kind of do to get the better of him? It's very difficult. I mean, to be honest with you, Van Dyke is a, a, a similar. I know he made the error, and he's been injured and so on, and perhaps it. Yeah. Um, absolutely horrendous prospect for a striker isn't it <laughs> yeah, pair of them I mean it was, it was fortunate that he, he, you know, he made a slight error Fulham still had a little bit to do but yeah mm. I, I, it, when he gets back up to speed you know like I feel like <laughs> they, they've been very good defensively this season I think people have sort of have. overlooked that that's it, and this is that's exactly why I mentioned
1: the idea of having to beat them by t- two clear mm-hmm. goals, mm-hmm. unless you can take them to penalties, of course, <laughs> um, because that looks really, really tough. Not many teams are going to score twice against them this season.
2: No, they're not. Um, but let's see, Jim. Two weeks time, maybe. Well, full of Have managed three, room. yeah,
0: before against them. Welcome
2: to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yours to go and win. Not Tell me, what do you say in that huddle right at the end? None of your business. Cheers, Jeff. Curtis Jones, just briefly, Jim, We before we move on from him, you know I like to always bring in a bit of England chat. Do you think it'd be too late for a call up ahead of the Euros? Do you think Southgate's probably got his team and his midfield set? That's a good question. Inj- um, barring injuries, of course. I think, yeah, I mean, he'll
1: be high on the list if, if injuries are a factor. Um. I don't know. Let's think through this. I think Bellingham's probably done enough to get you'd, in there. You say so. You'd say um, so. Going for Rice, different positions, though. You're sarcastic. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, where would you? Where would you play Jones? For, well, I think. I think.
2: England? I think. You, you know, if there was an injury or, or it, you know, it was a Southgate a different shape or something like that. You know, I mean. Uh, you know you have rice in the center then you know to either side yeah. you know if you if you wanted to do something like that and the two either side could be trent or curtis you know if there's an injury to bellingham or yeah you know it's a different task at hand or something like that um i, I think it probably be a touch too late for him maybe possibly yeah i think if you're if he if doesn't he'll... get in the next squad then obviously that's that, that's not going to happen but i think you know in future um he is a player that will be looked at because he's He's putting in performances for Liverpool, and he's and he's, he's very very good indeed. One man who won't be playing at the Euros, of course. This we know is Darwin Nunes. And uh, well, he, if there's anyone who might find a way, <laughs> yeah, like a late sub. You think, hang on, that's. Uh, um, but he came on and he did his thing, and his thing worked. He 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 didn't score, but he created enough madness to yeah. ensure that his team won. Oh, the injection of quality of, of him and
1: Cody Gakpo is, yeah. was really the difference maker, wasn't it? Obviously them two combining for the, the goal was mm. um, vindication of, of that change and I suppose it was always going to happen. Uh, interesting that they were really the only two senior players, Alisson aside, on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. Put a lot of faith in youth and also a lot of faith in, in you know his his, his regular stars and and knew it was enough. I think, you know, while we're on Liverpool, they went from playing okay to playing brilliantly. Yeah. And it's... It's just one of the... Th- they've got gears, haven't they? They've yeah. got a lot of gears and we're really starting to see them kind of,
2: um, you know, have a lot of fun in them. It's ominous. Yeah, and... and, and They're doing this without so many key players as well. Yeah. That's the frightening thing. I mean, it, for the for the game in two weeks' time, you know, Subozlai could be back. Um, you know, I just... Salah and Endo could be back if things go terribly (laughs) I was about to say no way that can't happen Um, (laughs) uh, but just yeah I don't want to wax too much I mean it's not they're not as vintage as the the, the vintage Klopp sides of I don't know three or four years ago whenever it Mm. was now but you're just seeing the signs that they're just winning they are just winning lots and lots of football matches and that bodes well for anybody. I mean, quite credibly, um, Liverpool haven't lost to Anfield since Real Madrid beat them in February of that last like year. A, that feels like more than nearly a year ago as well, doesn't it? It, it does, yeah. They haven't lost domestically since Jesse Marsh's Leeds beat them uh, at Anfield in, in October 2022, which is... Like incredible stuff, and yeah. yeah, it is another one. Tonight was the seventh time in all competitions that Liverpool have won, despite conceding the first goal of the season. The most of any team in England's top four tiers, and what this that means, and this all means is whether one whether whether anyone is still in doubt about their kind of quality, say against some say Manchester City, who are still the team to beat, of course, because they are the champions of I mean, last season's treble winners. The character. Of the side Mm. is there the Jurgen Klopp character of the side which is perhaps the most ominous thing of all because we know what when his sides get into the groove how incredibly Mm. good they are incredibly successful they are particularly at Liverpool of course where he's had his best trophy halls and just incredibly hard to beat
1: yeah I mean that mentality is important if you're going up against a a behemoth like City you know Mm. it is almost like the uh it's like the stages of the hero's journey story structure, isn't it? You need to find <laughs> hidden reserves within yourself that you didn't know you had, and then apply them later. Um, it's um, it's a huge test of character, but we've we've seen with them over the years that they're very very good at instilling that. And again, Anfield is is such a weapon with that. You, you mm-hmm. saw it tonight as well. It
2: wasn't it's like wasn't its loudest night at first,
1: but when it was needed, there it was. They won't
2: have Anfield in the second leg, though, Jim. They won't. They will they have the, the a very lively away section, they, um, <laughs> though. Which, which you know, might, yeah. might might be dangerous. I mean, if I'm going to sort of grasp at straws, you know, um, maybe those Liverpool players think the tie's done, and they yeah. and they just forget to turn up. Jim and Fulham yeah. are awarded a 3 0 victory. No, I think I think that th- th- there is something in the tie, and, and and I've been very sort of downbeat about this this fixture since it was drawn, and my wish is that look, if it's still alive in the second leg, that's Really. it's all you can hope for it's, it's, it's all you can hope for and it, and it still is it's a, it's a huge task and also crucially it'd it be under the lights it be under you never the know lights. what's going to happen with the lights yeah indeed and, and Liverpool as we know aren't very good at playing under the floodlights but <laughs> I you know if, I'm yeah, trying to help you man I know you are and it, 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 it won't work but um, if we can talk about that decade over chance or, or decision as you say and think oh, it could have been yeah it could have been but like I say this could have been 3-1 it could have been 4-1 mm-hmm. Three, even 3-1, I think, is completely dead, isn't it? Becomes yeah, that's, a dead what, that's what Juventus thought, Jim. Um, <laughs> so I think show the boys a copy of the Juventus, uh, Fulham 4-1 game beforehand. Mm. Get Clint Dempsey to do a chat to them before the game. Get him out there. Let's hope Kanata gets sent off like Fabio Canavaro was. Yep. and And we're in for a lovely one. Yeah, you can, you can peek in through the crack of the door at least, can't you? you can still yeah. see that. It'll be interesting to see how he sets up in a couple of weeks' time. At Marco Silva, he'll have to be a little bit more front foot because I don't think you can play like that because Liverpool won't need to, to, to go at them. And all I'm saying is I think we could see Tom Kearney start the game. Mm. And I tell you what, Liverpool, you have been suckered into a false sense of security. <laughs> um, I, read, uh, I read today
1: that the prize money for the Carabao Cup is £100,000. Which is would you, like what for each player or for the whole for, club? For the for the club that can't be right. Uh, that will get you get you a parking space in Fulham <laughs> for a couple of
2: hours. It's a, it's about six months' rent, maybe. I don't know.
1: So through the magic of the internet, I have confirmed that the winners get a hundred thousand pounds, <laughs> the runners-up get fifty thousand pounds. So what, get, what about what about semi-final stage? Of Fulham well, you Fulham, you get
2: out? you get twenty-five grand, mate. Twenty-five grand. So. That's, that's that's what a quarter of a week's wages for a player, something like that. Yeah. Twenty-five grand for getting silver. It's yeah. incredible. What the, I mean, a hundred grand. You can get that
1: on a scratch card. <laughs> like, <laughs> like recently, we were talking about sort of disrespecting the Carabao Cup and changing the rules in our New Year's resolutions because it's you got to have an opportunity to try the rules mm. out in competitive games somewhere. Yeah. This yep. has made me think. Whenever in the past I've gone, oh, you know, the Caribbean, yeah. the League Cup's a sort of respected old uh-huh. thing. It's actually quite
2: a good thing to win. Winning things is good. No, That's no. <laughs> I've completely lost my faith in it. They, they should spend all of that hundred grand the winners on, on Euro tickets. Yeah, just more. Euro lottery tickets. <laughs> Genuinely better use yeah. of the money.
1: Imagine. At least Imagine they can sign that. a new... Fulham win the Euro millions. <laughs> suddenly absolutely
2: minted it's super isn't it the billionaire Fulham owner (laughs) Mr Khan was delighted when Fulham's numbers came up after winning the Euro Millions. he waived his
1: right to anonymity yeah
2: Yeah. it it just extends (laughs) FFB just for that little bit more so they can sign another youth prospect from South America (laughs) my giddy aunt Uh, there she is well yes so um, I, I am looking forward to the game in two weeks time because I believe in miracles as Hot Chocolate once sang. Um, Yeah, I I think you're absolutely fucked. Thanks. Elsewhere tonight, Atletico Madrid lost the Spanish Super Cup semi-final to Real Madrid 5-3 after extra time. The game was uh, played in Saudi Arabia. So we don't know if Jordan Henderson was in attendance or not. Doing his bit. Uh, Antoine Griezmann is now Atletico Madrid's top scorer of all time.
1: He is a magical player, isn't he? runs like a he, gazelle he does he sort of moves around he's slightly fawn like but a mm. really um, like a really classy fawn yeah fitting that that goal was scored in Saudi of course the home of football absolutely <laughs> in a defeat to Real Madrid as well that's exactly <laughs> how he would have pictured it <laughs> genuinely
2: that is something good happens to Atletico Madrid <laughs> You know, atletico yeah. Atletico Madrid win a hundred grand on a scratch card, but for some reason Real Madrid, backed by the government, have got like interest on that and go, Yeah, well we'll take all of that plus a euro as well. Yeah. Um, it's strange how it works in Spain. Uh, but let's go to Italy, Jim. Ooh, what are we doing there? Well, Lazio played Roma in uh, in the Copper Italia. Big game, of course, the Rome Derby. Mm-hmm. So much so <laughs> that the Italian parliament in Rome closed early to make way for the Derby.
1: <laughs> they always do this? Or are they just particularly up for this one? Uh,
2: I don't know. But Lazio won 1 0. Um, Love I think, that! I think that was the most
1: Italian thing possible, isn't it? So oh, yes. Shut down the parliament, like absolute fever. It's a knockout game, brilliant one nil,
2: <laughs> and it wasn't even a one nil victory for Mourinho. So yeah, I think there was some unsavoury scenes that went on, but we do know that in the one hundredth and the one hundred first minute, uh, Roma had players sent off. So clearly, after that, <laughs> Mourinho's just pressed the nuclear button, hasn't he? Right into the. Yeah, not think this. It's his uh, third season, isn't it? Yeah. So he's, um,
1: you know, he's really,
2: he's really playing the hits at this point. Indeed. Well, apparently Andy watched the game in full, obviously, and just said, um, on the uh, on the continent WhatsApp group, if it had been played in my back garden, I would have shut the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well if you want more European football chat like that head over to On the Continent tomorrow where Dotton and Andy will be joined by Italian football expert Nicky Bandini so I think we've come to the end of Ramble Reacts Jim ultimately a disappointing night for Fulham but could have been worse that's what I've got to tell myself yeah. um, and, but Jim you and I are, are, are back on Friday with the preview show along with Vish and Andy so that should be uh, a fine old time but in the meantime everybody if you want even more Football Ramble which I suspect you do find us on Twitter currently known as X TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble and remember to subscribe on your podcast app After all, we're the best place to keep up with all things football. If I may say so myself. Yeah, I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) Certainly not. There we are, everybody. Um, Thanks for listening to Rumble Reacts. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. And thank you, Fulham, for making me believe for about an hour. Lots of love. See you soon.
0: Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creative network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.